Hey, good to be back with you. This is Lee and Nick from CentralCommandReport.com. This is our weekly news roundup. And uh, man, you know, every single week we say this and every single week, I love saying it again, it gets worse. So yeah, this this is going to be a good one. We have some great news coming out this week. There, uh, We're going to kind of pick up right where we left off last week, if you don't mind, Nick. I want to pick up with some of what's left over of the Robin Hood debacle, because that was still in full effect, and they were still basically, what was it, you know, the hashtag, uh, the rigged system. And, you know, one of the things that ironically Trump ran on in 2016, which is the system is rigged, and we know that the system is rigged against the little guy. And, uh, and, and I, I can empathize with you and vote for me as, as your, you know, as your president. And that's, that was a sentiment that resonated with a lot of people for the right reason, because a lot of us have felt like the system has been rigged against us. And we've, we've experienced measures of that throughout our lives at different times. And, uh, this is, this is, this is last week, I guess, what ended up happening with the, Basically, the hedge funds uh, and the these major multi-billion dollar, you know, I you could call them capitalists, but they're really corporatists because they don't really believe in capitalism. They believe in like a form of like managerial corporatism and oh, it's, corporate government. It's corporate yeah, governance. which is which was like Mussolini's preferred method of of communism which was like well, and, communism and light and they called it fascism but it was he's in the way he you know basically described it was a bonding of the of the corporate and the state and that's what you know a lot of if uh, you know communism gets smarter like we talked about last week and with the, now with the merging of big tech and the merging of government we're seeing more of what Mussolini envisioned is uh the the future of communism which is like it comes in as kind of socialism and then it's fascism light and then it's full fascism and then it's full-blown breadline you know you know can't no pot to piss in communism but so where we left off these guys were basically uh like citadel is in bed with the biden's treasury secretary and the biden's in general we got yellen who of course we you know they're sticking back in the charge of the federal reserve and then you know it wasn't sure we wasn't sure whether they were going to do that or not then she became a, a direct advisor to the to the uh, uh fake president's uh white house staff and him himself and basically let's say kamala's you know direct advisor or by oh, oh biden because Obama? a lot of people are saying that basically Obama's still running the show. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I think there's oh, a lot of... No, that's 100% what's happening. Obama's still running the show. He's been saying for years, uh, uh, shit, since as he was on his way out uh, and Trump was on his way in, he was saying, I believe it was on CNN, oh, I just wish that, you know, as, uh, as I leave the White House, I could still maintain and have, a, have a, just an ear, a microphone in the ear of the president. He could listen to what I was saying. Uh, oh, the plan wow, was that's for, right. I remember the plan that. was yeah, the plan was for Hillary to win, and uh, Obama was essentially going to sit there in the background, um, uh, you know, playing with with the uh, uh, the investigation or email server with his his uh, his secondary government essentially that exists in the FBI um, to get Hillary to do whatever he wants. And so I, Obama's doing probably the exact same thing with the uh, the Chinese collusion of the Biden family and the uh, Hunter Biden incident, where he'll turn the um, turn the heat on and off with that investigation to make sure that uh, uh, Biden stays in line. Even it, it, Joe's not Obama's friend. Let's be real here. Joe's a useful tool for Obama. That's all that is. Yeah, I think you're right. 
And, you know, so, all right, I see your point there. But I mean, what, what I meant by not necessarily the Obama, Obama doesn't have to be directly, directly earpiece level involved because all the key players were put in place. And it's kind of like this roster of like, hey, now that we're putting the old gang back together, just hire all my buddies, you know, and, it, the boys and we are back keep in the town. same show. Yeah. So when I say it's not necessarily like, yes, it is O'Biden exactly the way I meant it. But um, o- Obama really at this point, he kind of set up the entire deep state system to support, you know, old uh, meat puppet Biden. And so all he has to do is kind of put this system on autopilot. But frankly, I still think it's kind of like a Tesla um, it's smart cruise control, but it isn't completely auto driving and autonomous. And so every once in a while, you know, you get a fiery wreck and a death because these people, you know, this thing is 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 not completely con- as controllable as they think it is. All right, Sorry, so, starting to blow up in their face. Yeah. Now, one of the so to get to the point about what we were talking about is uh, to cap off. I wanted to get to the Robin Hood thing. Not only did Robin Hood cap people's ability to trade on their platform, the little guy and what, because all right. So what people need to understand about Robin hood is Robin hood doesn't make commissions on your trades and it makes it really easy to sign up and transfer money in and start trading stocks. That's why it was a popular app for the little guy to use because it made it simple and easy to do. Now, when a company takes no commissions and they take no monthly fees and they take no, even let's say like um, transactional based fees. What is their business model? Whenever something is free to you, it means you are the business model. So what has Robinhood been doing with its users information? Well, they've been selling it to the larger market firms and head. Uh, what would you call it? Like, um, hedge funds they've been selling it to a bunch of the larger mutual fund holders and market you know these major wall street players and so they have the data from robin hood they buy that data to see what all these little you know idiots are doing and so when they so your relationship who are you beholden to you're not beholden to your customer to use your app they don't make you money you're beholden to the big players because they buy the data that you sell them from the app. That's Robinhood's fucking business model. So when you're trading on there and uh, they're, they're tracking it and they're sending it off. So all of a sudden the trades shut down and they stop and they go, well, it's just to protect you from loss. And Robinhood cares about our investors and we know you're not professionals and we don't want to see you get taken advantage of in the market. Oh, that wasn't the point. A lot of people threw in the 20 bucks they had on GameStop because they wanted to lose it to say fuck you to the man, you know, to say fuck you to the rig system. And it's some the same. of us, some of us might've been a little bit more than 20 bucks. If we're being yeah, completely yeah, right. honest. Yeah, some people, some people <laughs> did, but even the littlest guy is my point. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. it didn't, there were guys that were so little and I saw, and I saw you've, you've seen it too on, on the different forums, ton of guys and they're screenshotting what they just did. Hey man, I know I'm not going to make any money, but this is my only chance to get on a big train of, of buddies like you who are all fighting back against something that we all know is wrong. And it had, you know, cross and it was across the aisle seemed like this, this big movement. It was, you know, well, shaking hands. It's still going on too. Yeah, um, it, it is. Robin Hood fully uh, uh, unleashed, or I guess released, uh, or relieved everybody of the restrictions. So now you can freely trade in GameStop and uh, AMC. Yeah, but that wasn't before they actually, and this is like a post from a particular person where they, uh, Robin Hood basically said, We're sorry, your order c- can't be canceled as we placed it to mitigate the risk of your account. And they were auto selling people's well, they were- shares. They're allowed to do that. 
the yeah. uh, well, they were auto selling people's shares that were on margin, meaning borrowed money. Meaning you take out a line of credit through Robinhood. Robinhood's allowed to do whatever they want with that. Well, you know, I should be able to take as much risk as I want with their money because, frankly, they they get me to buy into a fucking system called a 401k and they get to gamble with senior poverty in America by instead of having traditionally defined benefit pensions or better fucking incomes that allowed you to save more for retirement in a previous economies and past times of America, we've outsourced the problem into the future, of into an unknowing, cruel future where senior poverty is going to spike in math if if you think that the, what they're calling right now is a pandemic you know what's coming with the pandemic it's going to be a 401k pandemic because the experiment of tying everyone's retirement and their ability to maintain dignity in their elderly age through some sort of basically you know um a- a- amateurized renewable you know income source that it's well it's not renewable but an amateurized income source that rode the market and successfully gained because we had a healthy economy and paid out into your elderly years is going to come to a crashing halt a lot of these major market firms like Schwab or Fidelity or other people they manage your 401k funds and so every time that it's it, it, it's it's an ecosystem where if one of the big guys gets hurt, it affects the other guys, and they all trade and 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 pass money back and forth with each other. And who's going to lose when they basically take a hit? It's going to be your actual money that they've been playing with for years. And they so here's the thing: when we lose. It doesn't matter. It's too bad, so sad. You're old and you're poor and you have no dignity. But when they start to lose the game, they just go and turn the game off. And that's exactly where we were at last week. And yeah, they're trying to like reposition themselves a little bit, but that's only because they think that they hedge the market a little bit more in their favor or scared people by driving things down for a little bit. And they did. You saw some panic selling and stuff throughout the week. Like, Nick, what was the market behavior? You've been tracking the market more than I have. What was the market behavior this week? Whoa. Looking? Oh, for, it's, it's, it's been volatile. It's been fun to play with and fun to watch. I'm, uh, I'm still sitting on GameStop. And I, there's actually... Uh, there's still things happening with GameStop. I mean, if you got some money to YOLO and you want to have some fun, it might be crazy and fun to do it. Um, but the, the, as they say, as the kids say, the squeeze has not been squoze. Um, so they haven't actually been able to get out of their short position. Um, and it, it's, well, the, yeah, they'd the have to get pro- down to $6 to get out of their short position, and it hasn't come anywhere close to that yet. Yeah, so there's still some – and there's, what's, what's so crazy about it is the level of inf- misinformation that's coming out about it is, is insane, where, where literally you have an article from uh, – or, or a newscast or whatever from uh, one of the mainstream news sources that says like, oh, well, the, the Wall Street bet subreddit now is moving into silver. Or the Wall Street bet subreddit now is moving into uh, – uh, oh, what did they say? Or here's a list of the the stocks that Wall Street subreddits is looking into. None of those were actually mentioned on the Wall Street subreddit, other than by like bot accounts or shill accounts or one day old accounts that have no other activity. So they're spreading misinformation to create FUD, uh, fear, and certainly doubts, make people not want to get into it um, or to sell out their position early because I think they're scared of what's actually going to happen when this uh, actually goes volatile. So I'm still sitting on a, a very, 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 very uh, red portfolio but i'm sitting on it 
and I'm Diamond Hansen because I got nothing else to do. I, at this point, with the amount of money I've lost on this Lee, if I sell now, I'm an absolute idiot. And if I sell now and then it spikes up and I lost all that money and then did not gain all that money, I'll probably just kill myself at that point. No, it, you're <laughs> right. It, you know what? If you hold till the bitter end and there's really nothing, nothing left, you can say, well, fuck it. I'm an ideologist. But if you, yeah. you're right, if you sell, if you sell before <laughs> that time and anything else happens, then you're just, well, you just tuck you're tail pathetic. and you ran and you're scared and you have to end up coping with emotions of of uh what would you call it like uh, you know dis- dissatisfaction and self-worth and all that other yeah, stuff i will i will not be cucked by a hedge fund let's put it that way i will not allow yes. that to happen i will not sell and i will hold these till my bitter end i will hand them down to my children and my children's children and my children's children's children they'll say oh granddaddy had these original gamestop stocks what's a gamestop i don't know we're in an apocalypse but the point being is enough people are still holding on um what's going to be really really interesting and something to pay attention to is tuesday um well all right so tuesday they're required to release updated short numbers and updated short interest percentages um so that's going to be a pretty critical day but with that kind of like the little asterisk the but is um like two of two things a they've been breaking the laws this far so there's nothing that really says they will release those short uh interest numbers on tuesday and two or b or whatever um uh, because they break the law and because they do whatever they want, there's also nothing to say that those short interest numbers are actually going to be true. So mm-hmm. numbers are numbers are coming out on Tuesday. They might change something. They might not change anything. It might nothing might happen. I might have lost a bunch of money. I might gain some of that money back. So you so you're saying they might have hired Dominion to do their counting for them? No, that's that's already <laughs> well. Dominion counts things larger, and this is going down. What's the opposite of Dominion? What's Dominion's the anti Dominion? Oh, that's like what whatever Superman's uh yeah, evil evil uh you know twin is or whatever. The anti Superman. Yeah. The anti man. Um anti man. All right, now hold but, on. Um go ahead. The the other thing that's happened is people have been taking a bath and a wild ride in crypto recently, but that's not really big news for crypto. You know, but the only news is that I guess the Doge, the meme coin, is still uh, has a solid community of people who refuse to stop, you know, basically, um, what would you call it? it uh, stop their uh, deluge of self-deprecating humor and somewhat self-destructive behavior because they're actually so entertained by their own self-destructive behavior. And they, for the lulls, basically, they're willing to prop up this completely losing adventure because it's because it gives them Wait, something to laugh Doge? about. Are you trying to suggest that Dogecoin has no value, sir? <laughs> it it has that... the value assigned to it by the people that want to give it value. <laughs> exactly. I, shit. They, no, there's a and good, this there's group a of good people old... is a great group of people. That's what I'm saying. They're awesome. You know, yeah, they well, want to do this. <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, okay. I should say, um, yeah, it's uh, like, like normally the community that's into this um, is, is, is like full of a bunch of unsavory characters. But recently, because there's been so many, you know, there's been so much attraction to it. It's actually kind of been co-opted by a larger movement, even of like uh, of, of fun people that are that are, you know, basically injecting a lot of humor and life into the normal community. I and just so the trolls making- are still there, but. Yeah, I just enjoy making easy twenty percent swings. If you play, if you play the swing right on the Doge, and if you can, um, if you can predetermine Elon Musk's uh, tweets, you can you can play the swings. Oh yeah, I'm always like you know hitting up the Musker, the Muskrat. I mean, we call, we call each other. You know, we got nicknames. We're pretty chill, and he's wait, always wait, telling me what he's going to tweet next. You got you got nicknames with Elon Musk, and the nickname you chose for Elon Musk is the Muskrat. <laughs> 
he told me that's what he wanted to be called. You know, that's uh, that's how it rose. Okay, with all right. bros I mean, like us. Like, all right, man. I don't don't ever call me muskrat. No, dude, I would never. I would never call you that. And uh, because I fear for my life, and uh, I would never do that. All right, now listen. I want to move on to this. Uh, this is a bigger one, and this is an actual uh, more of the looming economic threat from the potato regime uh, that's uh, coming down the line. The Pentagon declares climate change a national security issue, and so for those of you that believe in global, if you're old enough to have bought global cooling and you're that old and you're listening to the show, then thank you for listening. You're awesome. But in general. All joking aside, if you're old enough to believe in the, in the global cool global warming, it was first. Then it was global cooling. Then it was back to global warming. They realized they were being made fools of because uh, ever they are ten year projection window because that's typically what they do is they say within ten or twenty years X and Y will happen, and they're being proved to be complete buffoons every single time. So By 2020, 20, Florida will be underwater. That's yeah. what Al Gore told us. Uh, yeah, you know, and so, yeah, so what we have is climate change and it's a climate hoax. And so right now, if if uh, you still believe that climate change is a fucking something that's real and it's other than a carbon cap and trade credit system that's designed to be a shadow tax that hides behind all of your other taxes and manipulates um, markets against you by creating things like artificial scarcity. So let's talk about energy. like. What we're talking about this, and this is a big thing. These people are rolling out, um, and I kind of went off before I actually settled in here. All right, so basically, they're going to be using things like the climate change now because they think they have the power to to really start to change the way your actual you know bills go up and uh, and and the way that you, it, it's going to start to really affect you more than it ever has before and by that i mean at cost cost of living and so fuel taxes like shutting down all the wells um forcing solar panels shutting down coal plants you know so combining medical tyranny and climate tyranny is fundamental in their plan to destroy america and when i'm talking about carbon cap and trade and climate tax based systems you know this for example shutting down completely sustainable energy sources that we have like active coal or active nuclear or active hydro because they're taking out dams that have existed forever too because they say that there's some sort of you know minnow fish that must you know it's basically the dam's been there for a hundred years but damn there used to be we think over a hundred years ago there was a minnow fish that used to swim upstream and we've disrupted their habitat and by god fuck all these towns that get power off of this dam we have to give the you know the rights back to the minnow fish and it must spawn again it's like at what point is it no longer the natural habitat of the fucking fish you speculate that it used to be here what did you find minnow fish fossils in the riverbed somewhere no what you're doing is you're trying to deconstruct an entire industry and nationalize the asset or landlock it and sell the rights of the you know our beautiful natural resources to china in the form of tying them up in u.s treasury bonds because let's face it what are the bonds backed by besides more printing presses they're backed by our natural resources our minerals our water our clean fresh water and our uh, timber these are all things that back our you know our bonds and which are which up until you know recently have been some of the most popular 
in the entire globe for a long run of years. Now, what this will look like was they deconstruct these industries is they get to create artificial scarcity for power, for instance, by uh, setting up and, and a full disclosure, I've worked for a power company. Um, I've worked for uh, a power company. I've worked for Pacific Corp Power, a Berkshire Hathaway subsidiary, Pacific Power specifically, and sister companies, Rocky Mountain Power. And I'm, I'm an electrician. And so you can trust me when I tell you that if you try to replace our current power grid systems with alternative energy sources that are intermittent or dirty or unclean power or unsustained power, what you're going to have is an absolute fucking collapse of the grid, especially as the, you know, the potato regime starts to make uh, mandates like everything has to be electric by 2035, right? You see, you see, we don't, we bear, we have rolling blackouts now. We have rolling blackouts now. What do you think is going to happen when the entire country plugs in a giant battery bank in their fucking garage every night and tries to suck off the system? That's going to draw more than your AC unit, than your oven, than your microwave, than your dryer, than your washer. The fucking Tesla charger or whatever it is, you know, whatever car charging system that they're going to force you to install in your house is going to suck more energy than you can imagine. I know what the amperage is and, and the requirements for these systems are. These are significant power drains and they're a significant portion of your entire um, av available allotment of your amperage for your home. And so you can't afford to upgrade your house. You know, what are you going to do? Call the power company and say, everybody needs 400 amps. Everybody, no, I'm not going to get into the weeds on it, but I'm going to tell you what this is going to do. They're deacons and they get to charge a lot of money for this stuff and they're going to start to do things. And if you live in a market where they've given you a smart meter, you're probably aware of the fact that this smart meter can do some things that it may not be doing yet and that it will be doing soon. So for instance, uh, Pacific Power rolled out smart meters in here in our Oregon market. I happen to know and other Berkshire Hathaway energy owned companies because these guys own like 30, 40 fucking power companies throughout the country. They've rolled these smart meters out in other areas. What are they capable of doing? They're capable of reading your home's power grid. They're so smart. They can tell exactly what appliances based on the load of the appliances coming on in the time. Uh, at, at, at what time they're coming on and they can start to get, you know, like it, they kind of get guesstimations of how much the square footage of your home is that meter smart enough. It knows if it's a fan on in the bathroom based on the load. It knows if it's a light bulb. It knows if it's a TV, all your loads of your appliances in your home have signatures. The smart meter learns what those signatures are and it maps the power usage of your home. Then they can do what they call limit demand. Limit demand is, is exactly, you know, what it sounds like, which is, you know, basically price gouging you for the power that you, use at certain times of day and because they can grid map your appliances of your home they can tax you for certain appliance usage and it is first it comes out in certain markets it's going to come out as a blanket thing we don't want people using their ac units or drawing or first it is we just don't want people drawing power between these hours and so you're supposed to shut everything down and let your house fucking cook to 100 degrees all day long and then like turn it on just so you can sleep and your house doesn't even have enough time to fucking cool down and you get horrible sleep and you wake up and you have to shut your power off again to avoid a bill because they'll charge you four or five times during their peak hours and they'll call it peak and off peak. Then the next phase, and I'm telling you what the next phase is, it's coming, is individualized limit demand plans. So they're going to see that you like to watch TV in the morning or that you're privileged. You like to cook. You know, most people only eat, you know, a banana for breakfast. We see you like to cook breakfast. We see that stove coming on. We can tell that it's a range coming on. We can tell by the electronic signature of your appliance. And we're going to start peak 
charging you for appliance usages in your windows of preferred usage so you won't be able to escape it because they'll constantly modify the map of the plan of power usage for your home and you'll always wonder if there's something you could tweak or shut off or change to try to get to try to get your bill down and you're going to see power bills in in the future under under these climate these climate hoax fucking Artificial scarcity, carbon cap and trade schemes skyrocket. If your power bill's four hundred dollars now, get ready for sixteen hundred dollar a month power bills and fuel bills to boot. They're going to be all going up by four times the cost of whatever you spend a month. Fucking get ready, it's coming. I'm telling you, as an industry professional, I'm uh, who's been worked for a utility company and now works in the private sector as a, as an electrician. I, uh, you know, I know enough about what I'm talking about to be able to at least warn you i may not be a peak elite professional but i fucking know what's coming so stop you know you got to try to put a stop to these things in your in your states where you can and try to vote for uh you know basically uh what would you do it you you know vote for people that appoint commissions that are basically like state power management utility commissions because these are appointed positions and they're usually lobbyists that work with the fucking power companies that get appointed by these blue state governors and they basically work to roll out the green agenda of tyranny in your state and if you try to elect the right fucking people in your state and your state doesn't use dominion voting machines and maybe you can get someone in charge that will appoint uh, individuals to your utility commissions in your cities or in your states or in your counties it depends on you know your how how it's basically gridded out in your area who gets to be in charge of what area each state's different each area is different but uh they can stop these measures they can stop the power companies from gouging you and so you can actually get action really easily at a local level because they can just make these decisions they don't even have to go through a vote you get a strong utility commission in there they won't let this happen to you so just a heads up for you know the the climate thing i ranted for like 20 minutes on climate nick i gotta give you a minute to break in what what else is going on you went crazy i was just letting you go man it was uh it was good i was into it what do you want to do 1619 project fake news oh we got 1619 yeah so have you i I think we've yeah we've talked about it before so right before he left office trump released the uh, 1776 project which was their um which really like wasn't even um it wasn't highly uh, uh there was no fanfare around it, but really it was kind of like hey this is what the founding was the 1619 project is the most disgusting anti-american thing to that i've ever seen um and i mean I, I know you're relatively familiar with it but if you actually go and like read some i can't remember the lady's name now off the top of my head but if you actually go read some of her writings about it it really is like like no if george washington was was a racist and he actually wanted there to be slavery in the united states and he wanted there to be uh, uh these racial issues and he intentionally made it so that uh that slavery would continue yeah history. it's revisionist history it's like is yeah, it yeah. anita sarkeesian and and uh aoc and a bunch of like you know super psycho feminist antifas wrote rewrote all of the history books in some sort of like fan fiction revisionist history novel and uh and then they actually i mean they don't even try to say this is what we think they say this is what really happened and then they work together with scholastic and other you know like um educational book uh, um, uh, publishers to shove this stuff right through to the public. They have a pipeline directly through to public schools and they put the stuff in there. Well, and that's, you got to watch what you're, uh, if, you, if you have kids, you got to watch what they're bringing home from schools, man. Uh, my, my cousin who's in uh, middle school, I, I saw some of the crap she was bringing home when that, then the, uh, uh, 
what was it, the, the distance learning teach from home crap was coming out. I mean, the, the amount of propaganda that gets pushed into these kids, into these kids head is insane. And the 1619 project is just the, um, what would you call it? The obvious target, right? Like you can't really quantify uh, the 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 teacher saying that orange man's bad and and imparting political views on the children. But what you can quantify is the sixteen nineteen project is a curriculum structure teaching that uh, America has been was founded as and always will be an inherently racist and evil and horrible 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 place. Um, when in fact it's just not true. And and to to kibosh the like their most common one they like to pull out is that that the founding fathers wanted America to maintain slavery and that was their whole thing. Um, well, no, the, the founding fathers allowed slavery to continue because that was literally the only way to get all 13 colonies united against the British Empire. That You can go read the letters from Thomas Jefferson, you can go read the letters from Ben Franklin, you can go read letters from George Washington. That was their common mission was like, look, we wanted, they wanted to get rid of it. They wanted that in the Constitution. They wanted a slavery, an anti-slavery amendment in the Constitution. They couldn't get into the Constitution and actually keep all the southern states in the Union. So in order to defeat the British, in order to found the country – they allowed slavery to continue and then work to abolish it almost immediately. And obviously we're successful in the civil war. Uh, but yeah, the, the amount of propaganda, but the, the, the fight back I see is good though. The article you had up here was the Mississippi school or sorry, the bill saying that any Mississippi school cannot teach it, um, which is great, but I see more and more resistance to just the 1619 project. And, and hopefully, hopefully the name 1619 project has now been dragged in the mud enough that, that, uh, the general public is starting to awaken to like, Hey guys, they're, they're not just trying to, they're, they're not just trying to revise history. They're trying to just completely erase it and just, just make it completely non-existent into a, not, not say something like, um, uh, what, what would you say? Not say something like, Oh, George Washington was a bad man. Just say, Nope, Nope. George Washington owned slaves. And, uh, uh, uh no, and, and very quickly the, the George Washington owned slaves will devolve into you know, George Washington was black and he was a great guy. Well, no, you know, it's, it's interesting how these people are all aligned with other degenerates, like, you know, it's and how they try to distance themselves from each other when it's convenient and then align themselves with each other when they real when they think that their radicalism can like they can outwoke each other to garner social favor. So, like, you'll see 1619, uh, like, co-sponsor a ton of initiatives and efforts with the uh, what do I say at the um, pedophile sex ring Lincoln Project. And so, you know, but then all of a sudden you don't hear about them being partnered up with each other. It's it's interesting how they try to, if you're a conservative organization, it doesn't matter who you are. You're linked. You're a, you basically, if uh, David Duke, you know, the, the KKK says something, it means that he speaks for every white person in America and we're all yeah. on the same page and we're all represented by the worst person they can find to say something bad. If you're basically, you know, an Epstein level fucking child sex ring, you know, and, and you're basically a bunch of communists and hammer and sickle, you know, uh, waving a uh, flag, waving bastards. Or literally fucking a Chinese spy. Yeah. Or then, uh, you know, then, oh, that's just this one bad actor. And it is. It's interesting. I've noticed that the 1619 and Lincoln, there's been like no, no effort to try to take these two organizations that have co-sponsored a lot of rev- well, they're the same organization of revisionist history. Yeah, they're, they're the same. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're, they're the one and the same because the Lincoln Project has always been about revising you know obviously lincoln era history and the 1619 project has always been about revising founder history it's a, it's you'll see you'll see like a, a reagan revisionary project or something come out in the next four or five years yeah it'll be a psyop 
and it'll be about the fact that Reagan really wanted communism, but he was, you know, intimidated by Ooh. his, he thought that he had to play along for a while or something, you know, Reagan so. really wanted communism. You might get like, like struck by lightning first. Well, if no, if we're writing, if we're writing no. a fan, like Antifa communist I, fan fiction, revisionist history, why not? Why not just I'm say, I'm just saying anything? that you, you put that idea out in the universe. So if it comes true, it's well, your fault. I guess it's on me. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It is. Zuck the cuck Zuckerberg. Uh, he fucking went ahead and, you know, got caught. And uh, these people, you know, for being megatech billionaires, they, I guess, you know, here's the thing. It doesn't matter. I keep have to remind myself, they don't care if they get caught because they love signaling that they're screwing you while they're doing it. You know, they really do. And when it's, uh, well, I have to keep reminding myself too, like um, they don't, communist regimes don't care what the peasants think. And so well, when I, you have a corporatist, you know, merger, uh, corporatism to the level that we're having at fascism, uh, a massive merger of government and big tech, um, these people, they, they were shocked that, oh, it's like big news. Zuckerberg came out and, you know, they have uh, they, they have video of him saying that Biden is working with them as one of their top priorities and they're going to push forward his executive orders and they're excited to fuck over Trump and target conservatives. And it's like, well, did you at this point, if you didn't already know that i'm sorry you're probably you're probably fucked man you need to be you need to be educated enough about what's going on in current events to understand who your enemies are if you're still surfing around on facebook thinking that you know that that uh, what is it that jack is your number one friend and and zuckerberg are your number one friends on twitter and facebook or whatever you know it's it's, oh, it's like tom on myspace come on man get your yeah. get your get your social media <laughs> yeah i think i think uh, uh someone i know was telling me they sent me this thing and it was something like tom uh every <laughs> like basically tom was like i fucking told you guys you'd regret leaving <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the MySpace resurgence, man. That's got to like, where, where are people going to go? Yeah, wouldn't um, that be cool? Give it back. Just, just revitalize it. And, and like you were, uh, you were, you and I were talking just before. It sounds like Parlor's going to come back soon, which will, uh, you know, hopefully be be a nice place to, to hang out. At least I don't like everything about Parlor, but man, at least I can speak my mind. Like, holy shit, the censorship on Facebook got really bad. I haven't been there in a long time, but. It was to the point where um, I remember seeing you couldn't even send certain links through private messages on Facebook. Do you have yeah. a private, so I'm sending you a private message. Yes. You're like, whoa, 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 we don't allow that link on our platform. And a private message? In a private message, yeah. You know, so the the tyranny and the totalitarianism of of the social media giants is. I mean, let's be real. They're the they're forming a um, what would you call it a a a a side government a a quasi government with uh with the tech tyranny now the the big tech companies whether it's facebook twitter amazon the the, the lot of them uh, microsoft is involved in there with gates are essentially forming oh hey look look at you look at you well go ahead i don't i haven't seen this yet all you did <laughs> uh, no while nick was talking i pulled up something that i wanted <laughs> yeah. to segue into because he hit on a key point there's a new nevada bill that's out that would allow technical tech companies to create their own government See? as much as you were just speculating we were kind of doing our freeform thing right where you're just talking about the future and the way things are going and it was does it surprise you that it's we're like you aren't you cannot be surprised that we're already there it's like no. boom i was just i thought like is the second you think tyranny is at least a year or two away, we're, things are accelerated so quickly right now. What's well, because they stole it, there. and 
it's because they stole the election and they know that everybody knows that they stole it. So their, their only MO really is to, is to get their agenda through as fast as they possibly can and get it and get it set. So then what they can do is, Oh, that's old news. We got to move on. That's what this is what it is now. It's the new normal guys. You know, remember nobody thought that you're going to have a TSA agent pat down your asshole every single time you went through TSA. Yeah. Everybody thought it was temporary. Yeah. And until we won the war on terror, like the never ending wars that always basically are there to victimize, you know, to make you exchange some uh, some sort of freedom for some sort of perceived safety. And uh, it is it's all it's always a scam. It's just like the climate thing. It's like, oh, exchange your rights to and your autonomy on your or, or whatever, you know, like good things you have going for you for this little bit of perceived you know, what was I call it? It's almost like virtue signaling points, you know, like protection point because they're scaring you into believing that the world's going to end. And so you're going to give up all of your autonomy because somebody said, and by the way, to cap off the fucking climate thing, because I'm not fucking done yet. We're talking, if Whoa. you want to look at what's going on with fucking trends all, all over the world, as far as temperature trends, look at solar activity. These idiots, you think that, that it's some that your car, you think that all these little things that we're doing have as much of an impact is that giant ball of fire in the sky called the fucking sun and no the sun doesn't out you know doesn't output so many megawatts of power or whatever the sun is a constantly influx and changing state it's it it it, it has it has um periods where it basically emits less radiation and has less surface activity and becomes more dormant then it flares up it throws out massive solar flares that affect our atmosphere and affect our greenhouse and affects our temperatures and if you actually start looking up solar activity charts and associate them with climate charts you'll be really surprised how much our climate activity syncs up with solar activity. That's what's going on. So, but, uh, sorry, oh, hold on. No, I got it. I'll do another climate thing. You want another climate thing? Oh, a fun dude, one. You know, I'm not done. Well, you know, did you see uh, what happened with, uh, with Greta Thunberg's Twitter? Oh, this is the best way to wrap up this stupid climate crap. Please, yeah. for the love of so, God. So Greta, Greta tweets out a tweet. Uh, here's a toolkit if you want to help. And it's a Google Docs uh, uh, link, basically. And it got taken down really, really fast because that Google Docs link preview had all of the uh, the tweets and the instructions and the position she could take and the things that she should say. And basically instructions saying, here are, these are just some suggested posts, but feel free to tweet your own. And it's basically pre-canned tweets of things like, like here, let me just read one of these pre-canned tweets. How dare you? Yeah. No, at UN Human Rights, are you watching at Boris Johnson at 100 Downing Street? Hashtag farmers protest. Hashtag stand with farmers. So she's basically posts. I, I don't know. This was either A, an honest mistake. Obviously, if you didn't know, Greta Thunberg was just some controlled, groomed child that whose parents are basically abusing her for, for climate change agenda. Uh, I don't know what rock you live under. But um, basically what this is, <laughs> don't put that in front of me. Basically what this is, is, uh, is, is, is proof and evidence that not only is she controlled and, and groomed and told what to say, um, I'm almost wondering if this is a cry for help. No, you know, for me, I, I it's, 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 I think it was because I think I heard it was up for like five seconds or something. It was no, it, it just, was down immediately. It was yeah, down. So it's, it's, it is these people are fucking shills and they're liars. And so, and, and because, and this is, this is a comment that I made on the website and the article that I posted associated with this. And I said, it's about time that people stop acting like certain little wannabe lefties with dreams of being the next Stalin are somehow off limits. What? Because they're a child, because they're a woman, because they're trans. And, and this, she's this, 18 now. 
Yeah, this, she's a complete fucking idiot, and she's a dumpster fire of a human, and she deserves to be confronted constantly and mercilessly until the end of her days for being a lying piece of shit. And so nobody's off limits, and if you want to be, this goes to show, they told her exactly who to tag in every post, what to say in every post, and and she predicted this, this basically this weird uh, set of like riots or something was going to, so it was this major event in India, and they had news for her to break at a certain moment so that she could basically, what would I call it, steer the direction of sentiment about a uh, about a po- uh, the happenings of a political movement <laughs> or a populist movement in another country of which she has no fucking knowledge and no opinion. So these people, you know, these people that have been shoved in front of you are low paid fucking basically, in my opinion, you know, they're right up there with child molesters in my book. They're a bunch of fucking pieces of shit and they all deserve to get wiped off the planet. But that's, you know, God's choice. That's not my choice. Just because, I mean, maybe she couldn't handle typing it or, or copy and pasting. But these uh, tweet instructions actually have links that say click here to tweet in them. <laughs> so yeah, click here to tweet. And tweet this thing. Just click this so, you know, copy and paste or do whatever. So at the very least, I guess they could say, well, we didn't take over her Twitter account. It was still her Twitter account. Of course, no. You know, yeah. like everybody, you all go on the internet and find stuff to tweet, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Twitter's urgent actions. Twitter storm on 4th and 5th February 2021, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. UTC. Briefing docs and Zoom link. Share solidarity with photo video message by email to some fucking email address. Preferably by 5th February, latest by 6th February. Solidarity messages for farmers at Delhi's border. So, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're using a child. Or I guess now now a legal adult, but they have groomed a child into a legal adult who is a puppet for their climate change agenda for their, well, not just their climate change agenda, I guess by this too, this is their, their immigration agenda, their, their, uh, their global uh, great reset agenda. They're just using a child to be a mouthpiece for their bullshit. And it's absolutely disgusting. I guess, no, I want to, I want to touch a point. You said though, you put these people right up there with child molesters, um, especially when they're grooming a child, this is still child grooming. I mean, yeah, it's not sexual child grooming. I mean, it probably is in the background too, but um, this is still child grooming. Let's yeah, be- the per- the preferred activities of all downtimes, you know, of downtime activities of all the Bohemian Grove and Bilderberg, you know, billionaires, these World Economic Forum types, right? Like these people are fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's power you know, control, man. It's all about you know. power. It's all about control. I feel the rage tonight, Nick. All right, so to get back where we're on, uh, where we were at with this, with these corporate governments so nevada uh, in nevada this is where this is starting and if you think that's you know it's not that it's not where this story ends it's going to keep going and we'll, we'll keep reporting on it but uh they uh the governor announced a plan to launch so-called innovation zones in nevada and these are going to jumpstart the state's economy by attracting technology firms las vegas uh review journal reported wednesday these zones would permit companies with large areas of land to form governments carrying the same authority as counties, including the ability to impose taxes, form school districts and courts and provide government services. You want to know where that fucking happens and where that system already exists? China. That's where well, that system already exists. It does. Saying, do. You're saying this like this is a bad thing, Lee. I'm actually really excited to be able to LARP fall out New Vegas in real life. Because oh, it's well, going to end in an apocalypse. Uh, you know what? That's this kind of seems like where that's headed, isn't it? I mean, well, it's uh, it's the classic uh, it's the classic uh, uh, 
the corporatism takeover. I mean, that's what this is. It's it's the giant tech companies becoming the government because they want power, they want control, um, and we will be beholden to our new tech overlords. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Speaking of major events, we can't, we can't let, uh, there's too many to touch on today and we're already like halfway done with the show. This, we're going to not going to have enough time. I can already tell. All right. So we got to get to, we got to get to, to Burma. We got to oh, go or Myanmar, whatever you want to call it, whatever's politically, you know, I, you know, I actually don't know. Here's what's frustrating about that, Lee, is usually when there's an issue like that, I will take the exact opposite of whatever they say is politically appropriate. Just because 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 fuck them that's why um and i don't actually know which one is politically appropriate so i don't know which one to say but i'm gonna say burma because i just think it sounds better maybe that's the more politically correct and i'm a and i'm a sjw cuck and if so just let me know but um i'm gonna go burma for now yeah and so what we have is we have an election that happened and guess when it happened about the same time our election happened and guess Mm. what happened dominion Mm. voting machines were used and they were used by guess what party a party that was tied to massive amounts of funding from the clinton foundation and george soros so so they lost the election right (laughs) (laughs) because the people the people spoke and they said you know we don't want to be ruled by george soros so they voted for the other guy right you know what? They probably did, but Dominion machines, you know, decided that uh, they probably they let the AI decide what's best for you. It does the math. You know, anything other you picking for yourself would be heretical. Um, uh, mach- be machines, machines only use science to pick for you, and so the the, the, the Dominion machine, you know, it used science to decide that they that 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 basically this. Uh, this. Oh, they're the person that Dominion elected into office here is is um, Yong San Suu Kyi. Just I, I can't, you know, I'm going to butcher that. That's going to be no. Um, uh, Burma will be Little China within a year or two if that person stayed in power. But yeah, the military took over. They said we have evidence of election fraud. We understand yes. there was election fraud, and they fucking took over, and they took over fast. Um, there is some pretty crazy. What was this Monday? Or Tuesday or something? I forget what day it was. It was February 2nd. Yeah, I guess it was t- Tuesday. I mean, yeah. I think it was happening Monday, but a bunch yeah. of the hit the wires on late Monday because or Tuesday. What kind of happened that was pretty crazy to watch and a little a little surreal, um, especially when we, we, we know what just happened with our election, was uh, the military took over and then they shut the internet down. And so around on like... Um, I, it, I saw some screenshots on, on, on not, not the Donald, is it uh, Patriots.win of uh, Twitter posts basically where it was like, um, hey guys, I live in Burma and shit's getting shut down. And so people were understandable, understandably a little freaked out, a little scared, even if uh, uh, even if that happened here and I knew it was like we're in good hands. It's like, shit, that's a little scary, a little freaky. But um, I guess as of right now, Burma is is internet dark. Like, yeah, that's cut right. Off. They Which, cut out all the social media, all the big ones, the big techs, the Facebooks, the Twitters, all of them are cut out. Um, and the military is figuring this shit out. And you have... Basically, every liberal politician in the world now, including um, uh, the potato, um, saying how bad this is and how horrible this is. Now, there's no evidence of voter fraud. And man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just going to say it, Lee. I, I, this gives me a little bit of hope. That's yeah, I know. All right, here. so that's right. This is a good place to. All right, hold hold on on the hope. All right, so hold what on. I wanted to say. <laughs> Was no, that ahead, they, uh, just, uh, just to cover a bit of the facts of the story, because I, I think I know where you're going with this and we do need to touch on this. We have to because people are talking about it. And so right for right now, though, the the lady she's being held, you know, the cheater, 
the the basically where Biden should have been, which is on fucking house arrest uh, currently. And she was the leader of the National League for Democracy. So, you know, whenever they, they, some of these liberal organizations mm. call themselves something like that, you know, it's the actual opposite. It'd be like the tyrannical, you know, party of tyranny or whatever you want to call them. But um, she was basically doing a shadow leader kind of thing because she was constitutionally ineligible for office and she was going to rule through proxy and they were equating the relationship already because they saw what happened in America and they were already calling her basically the the Kamala to the Joe Biden because the president was actually another guy and so she was the Kamala to the Joe Biden and their administration I missed that part of the story and that is absolutely hilarious yeah and so that's where <laughs> they're that's how they were reporting it and they didn't like watching it happen here and they weren't going to let it happen there and it was great but I think and tell me if I was wrong about where you're going with this this has sparked a massive amount of reinvigorated interest in the outcome of the 2020 election because people are now speculating that this should and could happen here now and that March 3rd is technically the accurate you know the the original constitutional inauguration date not passed with the with in the in the uh what is the congressional act modifying the the uh the inauguration date to the 20th well, and so constitutional amendment yeah, the constitutional amendment. That's right. And so what these people were doing is uh, online is going apeshit and saying, this is it. This is it. The military, you know, and, and so, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of the ball is being kicked back and forth on this a lot. And yes, of course, you know, everybody wants to smoke that hopium and they want to have something to hang on to. If but you don't frankly, take a hopium, if you don't take a hopium hit once a week, I mean, what are you doing? I know you get, you have to, right. But I'm also, you know, as on the realism factor, there's so much of a ramped up level of tyranny and, and so much of the military, just basically the stand down and, you know, like that's, that's the biggest one. So I'll say there's so much evidence to me with the deep state completely realigning behind our new communist overlords, uh, that I have a hard time believing that it's going to, you know, flip the other direction and we're going to start holding the commies accountable and taking and it's one of the biggest measures for me, Nick. And you tell me how you feel about this. We haven't discussed this at all. You're going to get live discourse on the show. Two Ooh. hosts going at chewing the bone. Who wins? And so, but this is Whoa. the issue that's killing me on this one, man. Wait, hold on. Is, I don't. I don't want to talk about chewing bones. It's a little like no homo, man. Ah, Come damn on. It. Right. Damn, yeah, yeah, that was a really poor choice of words. It's okay, really horrible. All right, Bro- we'll just call it bromo, and it won't be sexual in any way. All right, we're good. Bromo. All right, go. <laughs> All right. So what we have is that. What do you think about this military basically declaring a sixty-day stand down and saying that we are going? And, and to me, they've used a lot of different language, but if you cut right through to what I think they're saying, we're going to have an open conversation about this and that. That's the language that they're using about you know extremism in America and extremism in the military. And we want this to be a back and forth. And basically, I think they want to find out they want to do some basically some little, you know, sit downs and some lectures and some seminars. And they want to get some people to fill out some paperwork and answer some questionnaires and find out if you're going to accept critical race theory and communist ideology and you're on the team tyranny or and if you're not, then they don't want you in. And I think there's going to be a bunch of people that are deactivated from service after they do their little rooting out of the true Americans. And that's that's my I know that's as radical of a speculation in the opposite direction of basically people's what they're saying about, you know, the um, potential for Trump to be re for the military to reintervene and Trump to be put back into the his rightful place in the White House. But, I, you know, you're, you're a guy who has uh, who has more, I guess I would say, 
you have more experience with the military, man. You, you're experienced with the organization and, and you've been on the inside. What do you think is going on here? So I'll do a couple things. So the stand down is weird. I'll, I'll give you that one. The stand down, I, I don't know exactly what to make of that other than i'll state this everybody everybody that's been in the military knows when you take your like your psyche valves or your um uh your like health and wellness surveys or your command climate surveys which is like the hey how's the command team doing to meet your needs kind of things um you just always say no to everything you don't answer nobody no nobody in the army or any of the military branches of the military actually takes any of those seriously so if it was like a like a um uh uh how racist are you survey or, or a survey on like, when I see black people, I feel bad, agree or disagree or whatever. Um, nobody's going to answer those series, which will basically rain their whole effort moot. What'll probably happen is they'll do a bunch of training and a bunch of brainwashing and a bunch of um, uh, uh, remedial uh, anti-racism courses or something. And, and you'll continue to see um, the, won't that just make people sitting there seethe with anger? Because yes. it's more so here's, of this ideology yeah. that's like, you've given everything yeah. to protect your country, but we're going to still browbeat you like you're exactly. a fucking bad guy? Like well, and that's and that's what's and that's already been happening. I mean, that's uh, part of the reason why I didn't stay in. There's just more than that, but that was part of the reason I got out was some of the the SJW culture uh, influencing. Um, and well, and, dude, dude, toward the end, you were telling me stories where it sounded as bad as the community college. It was, it it was getting bad. It it was getting bad in some ways and and getting better in others. It was really an odd, it was an odd dichotomy towards the end because I didn't know That's right. You were, you were in for some of the good years, some of the Trump years, weren't you? Yeah. So it was getting, dude, it was getting really bad in Obama years and Obama years. It was, uh, I mean, what, what it was, it was, it was trainees can come in uh, and not not just come in, they could be in combat roles, which is like, what the fuck? Um, There was a lot of that in the, like the SJW, like the, 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 not, not critical race theory, but definitely a um, an overabundance of, of anti-racism courses kind of shit. Um, and, and then in the Trump years, a lot of that went away. We actually saw uh, better equipment, better deployments, better um, better benefits. Shit, I, I don't know if I uh, I don't think I got a raise. I think I only got a raise in one of the Obama years, and all of the Trump years, I got a raise. Uh, the 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 government obviously decides how the pay raises work in the military. And traditionally every year you get a raise for inflation while you're in the military, like a Mm -hmm. 2% bump or something. Um, And I remember missing that at least one or two of the Obama years. And I got it every single Trump year. So that's some perspective. Um, But to the, to the, um, your other point about uh, the military intervening and reinstalling Trump, should the military intervene? And I, I mean, I'm still holding on. I'm still hitting that hopium crack pipe. I'll be honest. I'm hitting the hopium crack pipe. Well, the question of, of should is, of course. Or the, you know, the question that, of should is yes, but the question of will is yes, uh, obviously. is Or sorry, the question of will is a whole other question. Yes. Um, but the, 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 the answer, in my opinion, is a yes, but I don't think that answer actually involves putting Trump back into office. Um, if, if what I'm kind of hypothesizing and thinking and what I'm, I'm reading through the tea leaves is kind of going on is really all that has to be proven is that, that um, the potato is in the office illegitimately. And then he will therefore be removed from the office and would hold a new election. Um, you know what? If Trump chose not to run in that new election, I actually think that would be the best thing for the country going forward. As much as I like Donald Trump, as much as I like the guys, as much as I like his policies, I, uh, I, you know, towards the end there, him, I disagree with him on a few things. I wish he would have just signed the Insurrection Act on day one and we wouldn't even fucking be here right now. Um, but he didn't, and that's fine. Uh, but 
I actually think the best thing for the country, because here's what would happen, right? Let's say, let's say this happened. Let's say the military intervened, pulled out uh, uh, the potato, inserted Trump, or had a new election, that then Trump would obviously win in a landslide. Dude, the commies would fucking freak the fuck out, and they would cry and whine and scream, and it would be four more years, eight more years, however many years of Russia, Russia, Russia on fucking steroids. If Biden was removed and Trump didn't run again, and it was just two, who fucking knows who it would be? Honestly, I hope it's nobody. We, I, I hope it's nobody whose name I can think of. That's really what it is. Is I really hope it would be somebody that uh, is a relatively unknown person that we can get in there who's not a corrupt piece of garbage. Um, but I really think that could happen, or again, there could be a new election that Trump that Trump runs in. Uh, but they still have cases at the Supreme Court. The Trump versus Bukar, the uh, the the PA Secretary of State who resigned, by the way, um, and was replaced by somebody. Um, and there's a couple cases out of Wisconsin that are still at the Supreme Court. And surprisingly, the Supreme Court has been really, really quiet about the status of these cases. And um, the Pennsylvania one, I'm looking, I'm given here for a date. The Pennsylvania one, they pushed back. They were supposed to see it before inauguration date, and then they pushed it back, and they were supposed to comment on it the Friday after inauguration day, and then they pushed it back. And so they keep pushing it down the road and kicking the can down the road, and that just leads me to think like, okay, they've had no problem calling the Texas case, the, you know, the big case that had what, uh, like 20-some state, 23 states. And we get to, I don't think we reached the full 26 uh, majority, but I think we had like 23 states or something on there at the end. Uh, to just say that oh, it has no standing or these other cases say, oh, they have no standing. Why, if they're going to kick this case away in the end anyway, why not just say it has no standing? Them saying nothing is, is a very loud statement, in my opinion, that something's going to happen there. Well, you know, this is a great segue to, to go into the rest of our election fraud medley because, it's, you know, you, it's never going to end. Let's face it. It was it was well, we can't allow it. We cannot allow it to end. That's what the real, like we as, as, as patriots, no patriot can allow this to end. The, the news channels that are not talking about it anymore are not news channels. So let's talk about what happened to our patriot friend, the pillow merchant, Mike Lindell. So Mike Lindell went on Newsmax this week and he was trying to do an interview. And they basically what they ended up deciding to do to him is the host treated him really fucking badly and like crapped all over him and then acted basically taught him he brought him there to talk about um him being censored and him being deplatformed for his for him bringing evidence out and you know uh, uh, about the election fraud and then he deplatformed him <laughs> and censored him on the show on Newsmax then feigned like being so offended he actually did a walkout and he cut his mic and then just like he treated him so badly Everybody went nuts over this. So some people that still were, you know, Fox News walks walkaways have been stuck with America First and OAN and Newsmax because a lot of the a lot of people seem to still want to sit in front of their TV and be fed news in a certain style of format. That's the traditional format. Some talking head there with a ticker at the bottom scrolling by some nice looking, you know, clean graphics surrounding the person and them ripping off the stories to you and force feeding you spoon feeding you not necessarily force feeding you, but spoon feeding you news in a certain yeah, way that's fine I like, I, I like our format better uh, uh dick jokes and curse words yeah. i just think i just think it's more informative if we're yeah. being completely honest you know what it's fine with me yeah i've we're like yeah you know it's it i i, I 
Dick well, you know what? Now, now, all right. But to speak seriously, we're more comfortable with with hunting out thousands that we're junkies, right? So we hunt out. So we sift through thousands of sources of news. We watch massive more. I listen to more audio. All I listen to is talk. I don't listen to music. I'm you know I'm real fucking fun at parties, right? All I basically do is like walk up to you and start just unloading all of my shit and your and you know and like stressing everyone out and causing a bunch of people to feel uncomfortable and frustrated because. I, you know, Alex Jones out in the middle of a crowd or something. And, you know, that's okay with me. That's who I am. And I'm comfortable living in that pocket of stress where I'm, I'm absorbing as much information as I can and finding it everywhere I can. Most people aren't. And so Newsmax got the boot from those people this week too, because they're just, they just want to sit down. They just want to be told some truth. They just don't want to be fucking lied to. And so they're just, they, they're finding out that there's that, and this is a great red pill moment for even the people that tried to walk away from Fox is that probably that entire format of traditional style spoon fed news is been toxified. The, the well is poisoned. Yeah, you still have some good players. You have still good hosts, right? So, like, you still have certain good hosts on certain good channels. But Not when Dobbs. Yeah, that's a good point. Deplatforming. We got we lost Lou Dobbs this week because Fox wants to get woker and go broker, and because Dominion is suing Fox and three of its hosts for uh, two point seven billion dollars, along with Sydney and Rudy, which is the biggest fucking mistake they've ever made. I can't believe they're that stupid to think that they're because they're going to be able to take the Dominion fraud discovery all the way through to its maximum end and show it, they, like it, dude, they're going to have a lot of leniency when they're being sued. They have leniency and discovery to expose all of the actual dominion fraud and when they're about to get that this is a great segue into this fraud too I'll, I'll, I'll finish with mike they had to apologize to mike and mike's sales went up again on my pillow of course <laughs> and so mike just continues to win he's basically like james bond slash pillow merchant slash fucking hero and possibly um you know he he might end up being a political leader soon but yeah, uh, he's gonna run for governor of uh, uh is it was it Wisconsin or was minnesota no, I think it was Wisconsin. Uh, we'll have to check it out. I, I'm so, we're sorry, I'm 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 rough, I'm rusty on that. That was two weeks well, ago, and when I'm hey, absorbing 200 articles a day, so I'm going to miss some. You know shit. what? We can we can for we can screw up Wisconsin and Michigan because they call our state Oregon, and you know I can mix them up if I want. That's all I got. Yeah, Wisconsin soda, Wisconsin soda, Michigan, Wisconsin soda, Michigan. Actually, I will I will say though, as far as Michigan goes, uh, the one I bought a bunch of ammo from a guy in Michigan, and he sent me an extra box for free. And I called him and said, "Hey man, you want me to pay you back?" He's like, "Oh no, that was a mistake. Don't even worry about it." People in Michigan, you guys are great. I got free ammo out of the deal. Yeah, you awesome. know what? They got a huge airsoft community there. And shout out to all the guys crawling around in the woods in the rain and the cold on the weekends, keeping their skills active. Those guys will be like, you know, if 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 they come after us, uh, I swear to God, airsofters are going to be a large portion of the people that die with their night vision on all the way to the end you know these guys some of these guys are the larpers are sometimes more hardcore than the real thing you know what i mean because uh, there's that like wannabe factor when you want to be something so bad you'll try even harder and take more risks than the real guy might because you just have so much to prove to yourself and others so uh to move through the fraud um yeah, they're going to have evidence like what's happening in Arizona, where the uh, what, what what was that the Maricopa, Maricopa. yeah, yeah. Maricopa the, the Senate their Senate was basically told Maricopa, yeah, please stop playing these fucking games or we're going to crush you. 
Yeah, and then they threaten to uh, subpoena them all and jail them if they don't go ahead and and, uh, give the information up. And so they basically said, if you guys, if you if if you guys in Maricopa are going to continue to refuse to let us audit these machines and you're going to keep playing these games, we're throwing you in jail. You know, and so that's definitely a step up in rhetoric. And so all you know, what uh, a state's findings of forensic audit are going to be a lot bigger of a deal than the private uh, white hacker firm's findings of forensic audit. Oh, yeah. yeah, we have Navarro. We have all those. And they're completely bona fide. You and I know it. Everybody who knows the election fraud was in a, But there's a bunch of people that are still going, well, these they don't understand tech and they don't want to. And so they'll be conveniently you know, ignorant when it comes to uh, recognizing uh, facts that are in their face regarding election fraud. And so they're not going to cop to it. But all of a sudden, when a states are official, when you have like the Arizona Department of State, you know, when you have the official seal on paperwork that's being filed, it's, it gives it, there's a little bit more of a bonification to it. And we're going to see that come out. There was some other stuff that got pushed forward, I think, and I want to say it was either Wisconsin or Michigan uh, as well. Um, it, it, uh, as far as election fraud goes, there's still stuff moving through the courts there and people fighting well, to expose Wisconsin, uh Wisconsin stuff's up at the U.S. Supreme Court right now for the um, – uh, remember the whole uh, argument over um, uh, indefinitely confined? That's at the U.S. Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. That case. Which that one is going to be interesting because that argument was like, oh, everybody's confined because coronavirus. Okay. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, and so it's, it's like uh, also one of the interesting things that came out as far as like I know this is an election, but this is still pushing back against you know uh, tyranny is and and so we're close enough in category to hit a couple of these things here is uh, we have and this is great. DeSantis, DeSantis this week passing laws uh, or pushing forward executive orders to try and stop social media from all of their chicanery and and election theft and and uh, social and conservative censorship and basically uh, passing. And you've heard about this in Europe where some of these countries are passing multimillion dollar fines per incident for social media companies or even bigger companies like Alphabet, uh, you know, who owns Google or Facebook. um, of course, Amazon, anyone that owns a website. And if they censor anyone against their constitution, like then, uh, like say it's Ukraine, for instance, and if they violated the constitution and their rights to free speech in that area, they're coming with hefty fines of over a million dollars per violation. And so they're basically saying, if you want to do business here, you're not going to be able to mess around. We'll find you. We'll find you out of existence or you'll have to leave the country. We'll just shut you down and we'll you know, liquidate whatever assets that you have here and they'll become assets of the state. And so that was a good one that you're seeing DeSantis completely fighting against mass tyranny, refusing to give in to the COVID hoax. He was one of the first people that, you know, basically modified his testing uh, regulations. And when when he realized the testing facilities were faking the numbers because there were perverse financial incentives for them to fake numbers and uh, declaring all 100% positives, he put a stop to that and and made them test the PCR tests at the threshold that was uh, within its actual predetermined limits to give uh, accurate return, not the limits that all the states have 
have been using to test them at, which are like 40 plus cycles instead of the 35 cycle cap. And when you test them over the cycles, they give a 96% false positive. DeSantis was bam all over that. He is, uh, he stopped his mayors from forcing people from allowing themselves to declare themselves the, you know, uh, uh, dictators of their own small countries and try to force people to do things within cities like closed businesses or mass. He passed executive order stopping that. DeSantis has been killing it. If Texas had DeSantis, Texas would have already fucking seceded by now. You know what I mean? It's like that would have been done, dude. So you Abbott, we'll go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say uh, uh, we had another COVID win, though, that you didn't mention that I think just happened yesterday or maybe it was this morning. Um, Iowa is done with lockdowns, done with masks, done with all of it. Yeah, but DeWine is a piece of shit, man. That guy's got to go. He's no, bad DeWine's, DeWine's a piece of shit. But oh, wait, was that? Was that Ohio? Am I thinking I just heard DeWine. I was like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Of course he is. No, that's the <laughs> Ohio governor. Uh, no, Iowa, Iowa, uh, another Midwestern state. You got to learn your states, buddy. Um, no, I don't want to. I remember when we had to do the capitals and you had to memorize all the capitals. God, that, well, you know, you can, you, you can imagine I got held back in third grade. I just couldn't do it. I can do most of them. I've been drinking, but I can do most of them. Um, but no, Iowa's done. They're like, no masks, no lockdowns, no nothing. They're back to they're like, no, this is over. This is just over in Iowa. So Yeah, that's that's great news. I didn't actually catch that. That that slipped by me this week, and but, I try to stay on top of the but you were showing me COVID hoax tyranny. The you, other North Dakota, South Dakota. Oh yeah. So for freedom oh, things, uh, uh, let's, let's hit that, but I'll just hit these two things real quick. Uh-huh. The governor Newsom recall as far as fighting back against tyranny is becoming, is getting really close. And this was a great cat turd. Uh, if you guys aren't following cat turd, follow cat turd. He's hilarious on uh, gab. Fuck Twitter. Follow him on gab. Um, if you want to see how fast Democrats suddenly love signature verification, just wait until they get 1.5 million signatures to recall Gavin Newsom. They are so close and he wants to, you know, now all of a sudden you're seeing massive amounts of political hay being made in California about signature verification. And that's a huge deal there all of a sudden when, let's face it, I mean, that is, that is just like communist hypocrisy. Also, the recall Whitner petition I hear is moving along very well and catching a lot of traction. Well, that's how they, that's how, remember, that's how they destroy part of how they destroyed the recall Brown petition was they, um, not only did they change the rules on how they can collect the signatures, yes. but traditionally what you would have is you would have a signature verifier with one uh, challenger essentially. So you'd have a, a state employee looking at the signatures and verifying them and one person behind them who, if the signature verifier throws a signature out can challenge that and they can go and appeal it. Well, and what happened, for those of you that don't know, we're talking about Kate Brown of Oregon. Oh, if yeah, you don't, Kate Brown. It, we, we're obviously up on the governor's, you know, the no, no governor's list. But for those that don't know, we're talking about Kate Brown and if it's Brown, Flush it, flush down. it down. Please continue. Uh, Nick. The uh, but what they did in this one on their recall is I believe it. I could be getting those ratios off, but it was something like um, one uh, uh, petitioner, so one of uh, you know the the good guys, with uh, having to watch up to three signature verifiers because of you guessed it, China virus. Um, so they changed all the rules and they just threw out all the, all the verified signatures in order to make it so Brown didn't get recalled. Cause they know, I think even with dominion machines, if that went to a ballot initiative, Brown wouldn't make it. Even the, even the liberals hate Brown. Yeah. Yeah, they do. You know, it's in that, 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 that's absolutely true. Um, but I, 
So moving past Brown, moving past the governor recall efforts, because that's those are great fight backs. And we, I will, I will give this to Abbott. Abbott's a, Abbott. I think is a piece of crap. I, I'm not really a fan of Abbott and what he's doing for Texas. He's not the right governor for Texas, but he's doing the great thing. He's doing what a lot of the Rhino Republicans do right now is now that they've basically handed over everything to the Democrats and basically, um, you know, lost and pretended like they were going to fight for us, but lost, you know, like they were told to like the good little boys they are because the lobbyists all told them to. Um, now they get to posture and they get to act like the underdog that's really tired of getting this stuff is not right and we're going to have to fix this. And so what you see Greg Abbott the doing. McConnell syndrome. Yeah, thank you. It is. And so, yeah, but he'll, God, that guy's like every other day he changes. And so, um, <laughs> but with Abbott, it, what you're seeing is he's he's posturing. He's at least doing the fake posturing to a degree that's higher than other governors. So he's being very, you know, I mean, he's not going to be, he's not you're like li- our boy. Lynn <laughs> you're Wood lying. You're lying a lot better than the other liars, Greg. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, that's, so that's all I can say about that guy is at least he's getting sound bites out into the media that may actually act Accidentally, he probably doesn't want to truly inspire anyone else to fight against, you know, federal overreach and tyranny. But he's he's posturing enough that I'll bet he accidentally does inspire other people that he even doesn't intend to. And uh, so what you're seeing is some people are already for all of his posturing. He isn't really doing shit about it. You know who's doing stuff about it and who just passed him up? The Dakotas. Nick, what's happening in the Dakotas? Basically, so the North Dakota decided to raise the left hand and move the middle finger. And then South Dakota decided to raise the right hand and move up the middle finger directly to anything coming from Biden regarding pandemics, regulation, national resources, regulation of agriculture, use of land or regulation of the financial sector. Uh, Basically, if if I'm understanding this right, for North Dakota, if their AG says uh, this executive order is unlawful or unconstitutional, um, and that's not just a, a governor executive order, that's also a federal executive order, um, it would prohibit any state, county, or local agency from enforcing that order. Immediately, the state resources, the county resources cannot be used to enforce anything totalitarian or unconstitutional, according to the North Dakota attorney general. So there is a vulnerability in this. Obviously, if the attorney general flips to a communist, uh, North Dakota, you guys are fucked. So don't. Yeah. So watch out for that Soros yeah. money trying to elect yeah. a fucking. That's going to be shit, 2022 you know? market market Soros money. 2022 North Dakota. It's going to be fun. Um, and South Dakota was basically the same thing. I, I don't, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. They, I don't have all the details on it, but it's it's like Nick said. At least you know. So the, I want to repeat those categories that they can that they can buffer. They so we're we're talking about folks is well. There's more than this too. They're basically constitution yeah. sanctuary states. That's what people are starting to do. You need to get your state into a constant. If they can declare. Basically, what would you call it? Sanctuary states for illegal immigrants or sanctuary states for, you know, um, uh, what would I saw like uh, abortion? Uh, they were doing sanctuary states for abortion or they yeah, were trying to. They didn't so if the them. left can implement sanctuary, they've, they're the ones that made the mistake of establishing these policies and saying, we don't care what the Constitution says. We're a state and we're just doing it. We aren't even going to vote on this. We're just going to do an executive end run around you guys. And we're going to declare, declare this. Basically, we're going to say as many illegals can have as many driver's licenses and as much welfare as they want, regardless of whether they're supposed to be here federally or not. We're not going to cooperate with uh, with immigration services. And so it's like, well, you know, know what we can do that now too and so here's the categories again 
these categories they can say no to, to you in your constitutional sanctuary you don't have to abide by any laws that are passed at a federal level and like nick said even by a corrupt governor that have to do with the subjects of pandemics and health emergencies anything of regarding the regulation of national resources that means coal and oil the regulation of food growing agriculture industry of any variety that also means timber harvesting the use of land that's another great broad definition the, re- the any type of regulation that affects financial sectors meaning environmental social and or governance standards of those sectors and and the and this is the beauty the regulation of the constitutional right to keep and bear arms they can't do their hb what was it 127 that they wanted to do this week which is transition right into that the end of the second amendment that's a huge one and talk about that yeah because it's everything it's everything hr 127 is everything i said hb hr sorry uh, they took every they want everything it's not just taking the guns it's what is psychological evaluation right you have to be 21 or older um what was it a uh, uh, tax stamp for high capacity magazines that you already own plus banning you from purchasing any new high capacity magazine and what's high capacity mean well we don't know probably 10 rounds but they didn't yeah. define that um and, no, and uh, so uh, what was the other ones that they want to do so basically uh 24 national hours registry yeah, to national registry, 24-hour minimum training that has to be provided through a state-certified trainer. Um, when you do want to license your gun, I think you have to – There's some. there was some crazy thing where your actual gun license no, has no, to be oh, approved oh. by the district uh, – by the AG's office or something? No, like by, the, pay- by the, 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 the nation's AG. So what this would basically mean is the, the AG has complete power and control over who is allowed and who is not allowed to have a gun. But that's not that's not executive overreach. That's 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 okay. That's totally fine. no. That's the what the Second Amendment intended was for yeah. the it government says right to there. tell you that you know your ownership is a privilege that they'll not, grant you as long as you jump through forty or sixty or a hundred hoops. Shall not be infringed unless by the AG. If AG is a Democrat, see it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but they want to. They're coming after everything. Uh, and and man, I. Obviously, I hope this doesn't pass, but uh, man, I think I'm going to go on a nice on a nice boat cruise, and uh, I might have an accident tomorrow. Oh yeah, because this is retroactive. You you already kind of mentioned yeah. that, but this would be a retroactive. This would be like what they've done in every other major country where they want to institute massive communism outroll. You know, like uh, so. This well, is again, we've talked about this every week. This is we are again back on the Ven- We are on the Venezuela path when Chavez, you know, when he stole it. When he fucking stole it with Dominion machines, the first thing he did was stack the Supreme Court, and that allowed him to strip the uh, uh, the constitutional right to bear arms that they had established oh, yeah. in Venezuela. And so, yeah, he they're trying to go with the guns first, and then Supreme Court next. But they're just going to keep. The, here's what the thing is: they're going to. This is the com. This is a communist wish list of gun control measures. This is it. This is a big one. And so they'll just like take off one piece or two pieces, and then they'll try it again. And then they'll take off one piece or two pieces. Well, when you're talking about these like 1200 page fucking, you know, legal documents, stripping like one little thing and going, look, oh, it's been gutted. It's been it's basically toothless. We'll pass it now. It's OK. And then they'll get the Ryan. Everyone will go along with it because, the, the again, the underdog Republicans will go, well, look, we got to compromise if we're going to live to fight another day. Nah, nah, nah. And then they're going to fucking go ahead and pass it. And they're going to say, we basically we fought them hard for you guys. And now. 
now we basically made it toothless. And so they're, they're, they're going to have some sort of phrasing. And you're going to hear that phrasing well, repeated over and over on the news like you won, even though they're taking something away. And the second they tell you that they fought hard for you and they actually modified the bill to your favor and we're going to pass it, but it's not really that big of a deal. You're lucky we saved you. Uh, yeah, that's when you know you just fucking got your guns taken away. So be oh, ready here's for coming. that talk. Here's coming. Here's coming down the pipe. Just FYI. I mean, think about this. Um, uh, Tuesday, February was it eighth? Yeah, or ninth. Sorry, Tuesday, February 9th, I believe is the start of Trump's uh, uh, impeachment scam trial. Uh, uh, in addition to that's also the time that they release the the short data for uh, GameStop and others. Um, guarantee you, with all of that going on, plus this HR one twenty seven false flag on Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh yeah, false flag shooting Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, calling it, be. calling it, and yeah, there it's that's our, our weekly false flag call. That's my call. <laughs> it's coming, and maybe I, you know, maybe maybe it won't be Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever, but it's coming before HR one twenty seven reaches the mainstream, and then it's be well, look, I, we were already the Democrats were already working on something to save us from gun violence, guys. It's so great, um, and they're they're going to use that whatever false flags to posture for this HR 127, which is also bullshit because uh, uh, um, the, the latest, the last year of burn loot murder has made a lot of Democrat gun owners, not just Republican gun owners. There's a lot of Democrat gun owners now um, after the riots. So uh, we'll see how that goes for them. I don't think it's going to go well, but I do want to unequivocally state as we're about 10 minutes out here, um, if this passes and if the Supreme court doesn't strike it down and if this somehow makes it into law and you actually give up your guns or go along with this shit, you are a cuck. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, you can't do, do that. not, do not comply with any of this. Don't hand your shit in. Do not register for a license. Do not take a psychological evaluation. Go with me on my boat and bring all your guns and we'll just throw them into the lake together. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? That's like, that's, that's all we got to do. Yeah, um, 80, 80 million of us. We just did it. Too bad. We just did it. Too bad. We all uh, went to. Yep. We all went to the lake. They'll be I, there. I'm not giving them shit. Um, but yeah, the 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 totalitarianness and the um, the uh, the tyranny is getting out of control. Uh, fuck, we're out of time. And I just saw the Alexandria Ocasio Smollett. No, you got to rip it uh, off real fast. We got to right, so <laughs> go ahead. Alexandria Ocasio Smollett. AOC lied. Hashtags trended this week. Nick. I know you wanted Beautiful. to get to this. Dude. Tell me what happened. So, so basically, so there's been a few different uh, uh, live stream videos coming out from from your favorite, your favorite uh, progressive politician, AOC, of uh, how scared she was of the Capitol and how they were li- literally. She said in her video that they were banging down her door. They were banging down the door to her office and trying to get in. And she thought this that it was all over. And she thought that they were going to get her, and it was all over. Um, well, it turns oh, she out does the whole little play where she sits and stands up from her chair and like gets up against the wall and does her, you know, like yeah. little uh, community rec center, you know, play or for the camera where she's mm-hmm. trying to show you what happened. Oh, yeah. I thought I heard her say in scene at the end. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, she goes on with this whole story and I don't remember who broke it or who who kind of figured it out. Uh, but it turns out that her office is not only not the Capitol building. It's like, dude. So at first I was like, oh, yeah, it's not. That. OK, here's what I here's where my honest train of thought. Was. I was like, OK, OC, you're, you're obviously being dramatic, but like I get it. Um, if I was a. Uh, uh, 
uh, conservative congressional candidate or uh, representative, and and liberals were storming the Capitol. Yeah, I'd be a little, I'd be a little fearful. I'd be a little scared for my life. I'd be a little freaked out, um, especially if I was a liberal without a gun or anything. But um, so at first, I was like, okay, maybe a little bit of sympathy, a little bit of humanity. I get it. I sort of understand. I think you're a total dirtbag, and I want to see you drug out by your hair and Minecraft. But I kind of understand. I kind of get it. Um, but then when it came out that, okay, no, you were not only, not only were you not in the Capitol complex, she lit or her office is six miles away. Six <laughs> miles. And let's face it in a city. That's like you basically six miles could be, could be an hour and a half in a densely populated yeah. city. Like that's a long, <laughs> so you could almost say it's hours away. <laughs> yeah. So you're six miles and you are, you thought it was over uh, the the drama and all, and all of it was insane, obviously. And so the hashtag trended, it was like, you know, AOC lied and Alexandria Ocasio Smollett, which, which really uh, lightened, like brightened me up a bit that everybody still remembers how much of a piece of shit Jesse Smollett was. Um, but then what the AOC doubles down because, well, she's AOC. How could she not double down and sends a letter to all of her supporters on her mailing list, basically saying, Guys, we need to report everybody using this hashtag is spreading misinformation. I just need everybody to help me report everybody using that. There was like a list of the hashtags that are being used to, to, to stop the spread of misinformation. It's like, man, so you're allowed to just call up your own little army of troll bots to um, to to spam report and to cancel anybody who disagrees with you or anybody who calls you out on your bullshit. She lies like this all the time. What was the what was the the kids in cages uh, uh, down at the border? It was was it. It was like kids oh, drinking yes. water out of toilets or something yes, or, yes. or out of or bathtubs. Just, or, and don't forget the photo op where her and all her friends all showed up coordinated in their outfits, all dressed in oh, white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And at a fence with the like with nothing there. And then all oh, of everybody's mm-hmm. seen those shots. Everybody all, knows what we're talking uh, about. No, all dressed in white right before the State of the Union address uh, of Donald Trump where they all dressed in white. Like. Just to really keep that 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 branding going, like good oh, job with the branding right. calls. So yeah, the, all coordinated, all false, all all faked, all overly dramatic to get attention, um, to get to get votes, to get support, to to get whatever. I uh, I just cannot stand these people. And what's even more disgusting than that is uh, you and I both know, buddy. Whenever it is that old uh, Chucky e. Schumer's up for re-election, AOC's taking that spot. Yeah, she probably uh, it's, it's, that's what they're that's what they're pushing for. And speaking of Schumer, let's let's just I'm just going to rip off a couple of major ones that were significant that we aren't we don't have time to get to, but they're worth mentioning. Fifty uh, Schumer wants to cancel fifty thousand dollars in student debt. I don't think cancels the actual act uh, uh, word. Uh, he sh- he wants you to pay for uh, fifty thousand dollars in student loans that uh, up to fifty thousand dollars per student. And so basically you get to pay for all those underwater basket weaving degrees that all the liberals chose, even though they knew that they were going to be completely useless and they wasted their money and your time and their parents' time on it. And you you get to have fun paying for that for the rest of your fucking life. But they aren't going to pay $50,000 of your mortgage because, because that would actually fucking help people, right? Because it's not about helping people. It's about helping the institutions that continue to victimize or, us. Or right? your, or your uh, you know, blue collar, like an electrician, licensing fees or, or, or oh, of class fees. No, they're not going to pay those for you. But God forbid, you know, we got to make sure that those basket weavers don't have student debt. Uh, we have Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
Georgia representative. She's basically a female Trump who's out there just crushing it every single day fighting. She is the the Trump of the of of, of our government right now, and she's still f- holding the torch for all of us. And they're trying to strip her of committees. They're trying to censor her. Well, they they're did. trying to shut her up. All they did. They did strip her of committees this week, actually. And so you're right. Uh, but everybody needs to send the love to her on whatever platform she's at because that is the most populous candidate that. Is that we have left right now and Gates, of course, and Holly, you know, Senator Holly, but and, uh, those Bobert. three or Bo yes. Bobert. I can't, I can never say her name. You know, Lauren, uh, Lauren, Lauren from Colorado, open yes. carry on the Capitol. Yep. She's fantastic. Uh, we have, uh, the trannies, uh, athletes, they basically in certain, uh, areas, they're starting to look at creating their own gender category for them to compete. And they throw a tantrum because they don't get to compete against girls. And so it's just like, you know, I want to watch the tranny football league. Yeah, it could be an exclusive <laughs> training league and they could compete against each other, but that's not what it is. And it goes to show it was never about equality. It's about taking away your cultural identity and your institution. If they don't get to invade your church and make you say, you know, that you submit to them, if they don't get to invade your girl's locker room and submit to them while they wave their while they wave their dick around and try to basically, you know, uh, flash a bunch of girls, you know, it's basically this is degenerate cultural degradation and so it, it, it's all about shoving cultural degradation down your throat and if and so it's never about equality and when you do try to say well the equal thing would be to give you your own equal league right you all get to compete against each other you want to claim that you're a specific trans you're transgender that's you're proud of that nope it was about taking away your a female identity all along and uh that that was an important thing that happened this week that you know what uh, we're getting we're getting so close let me try and just hit a couple more oh we we didn't get to tell you there was more video that rolled out. I know this is we we all already knew this, but the uh, the video that rolled out in Detroit, there was more video of them actually unloading the ballots that were uh, that. If some of you remember in Detroit, the was 143 or 134,000 ballots spike at 3 a.m. that kicked off a bunch of the other cheating that once that opened the door and every and that was accepted and everybody just kind of was like, oh, that seems weird. And then they kind of was like, all right, we got the green light. Nobody's stopping us. Let's just go for it. But they have the video of them unloading the van at the center. And that's all been completely released by Gateway Pundit. Gateway Pundit, good job for sticking up for us. Um, this uh, and and stand in the fight. Gateway pundits never let us down. And uh, as far as uh, the uh, the uh, what would I say? Conservative, uh, the commiecrat inquisition, or the conservative purge, or conservative genocide, or what have you. We still have more people being debanked this year. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's it's not even you know it's only a couple months in this year, but we get we're getting a, like Chase Bank is canceling a, a, a conservative coffee company. That's happening this year. Uh, you know, Trump. Uh, it was uh, some stuff came out about Trump talking about him losing up to $2 billion while serving as president. Never forget that. That guy gave more for this country than most of us will ever, as much as we can give, we'll never be able to give as much as he gave. So, you know, you're, the bar has been set pretty high and we all have a standard to live up to. And I, and that's the Trump standard, at least. Like Nick and I both said, we don't agree with everything that Trump did, 
but the guy gave a lot for this country and he gave he 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 did more and put up with more than i think any normal human you know is is capable of so we owe him a great debt of gratitude um, i'm 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 gonna, i'm not going to go and try and rip through too many more stories there's uh, they're all available good. at centralcommandreport.com we're bringing you the news as up to date and as fast as we can and uh you know, we'll never give up on you we'll always fight for you and we'll always bring you all the best news from all the most truthful sources you know, and so uh, that's 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 about all I have for this week, Nick. Right. Unless you think of something else, that'll be it. As always, stay aware of the tyranny and uh, <laughs> don't fucking give up your guns. See you next week.